Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. It's the Nikki Glazer Podcast. How y'all doing out there? It's Nikki Glazer. I am in St. Louis, Missouri with Andrew Colin. It's Tuesday. We're in my apartment. Just living the life. Does your coffee mug say Brenna on it? Oh, I guess so. Yeah, that's her company's mug oh, that they gave her. That's nice. Yeah. I thought you just like had your girlfriend's name on your coffee mug. Yeah, and I'm drinking my own tears that I think when I think about her. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, I, you nice. know, I love yeah, a no. Yeti. I love a Yeti. Yeah, what are what what is because it keeps it cold, it keeps it hot. Yetis. Yeah, there's just so much fluids in here. It's enough right. water in here to fucking kill a camel. But there's so many. There's Nalgene's that have that much fluid too. Like, what is it about a Yeti that has? Sounds cool. It does. Yeah, it's like aren't uh, Yetis coolers though? Like, don't they make cooler brands? And now suddenly, when you say Yeti, it's like it means something else. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I guess, yeah. Like Kleenex makes other things, but we all know when you say, can I get a Kleenex, no one's talking about like their brand of paper towels or, uh, you know. 
Yeah. I don't I know guess. what else does Kleenex make? Uh, Kleenex makes, uh, I think they make uh, coolers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I really have no idea what else they make. I, I, I always, I think people think a clean. if you ask, I bet 40% of people think a Kleenex is just a tissue. Yeah, isn't a brand name. Yeah. Dumpster is a brand name. What? Yeah. Band-Aid That's is a brand name. Band-Aid, yes. Band-Aid's a, a uh, what do um, the Brits call them? Plasters. So wait, what the fuck is a dumpster? A trash can? And you know that the Brits call yeah, <laughs> dumpster is a tight is, is it a an brand is a brand. Callback, Andrew. What? One episode. Oh, appliance. <laughs> 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 no, I was watching. Um, God, something British. Oh, I was watching uh, Anatomy of a Scandal. Have you guys seen that? I've heard it's good. It's so. Um, not good it's good <laughs> i love it it's interesting because there's a lot of like wait did he do it did she no and there's like really hot people in it um good decent acting but what do i fucking know you know i like sienna miller a lot but they keep saying um you know this the main character works in um parliament and oh. they talk about his diary but it's really a ske- schedule you know, a diary, if you're like, oh, I'll check my diary to see if I can fit you in for, you know, a spot of tea or whatever. That So I was wondering if the, when the diary of Anne Frank came out, they thought it was this, like, Anne Frank's schedule. Yeah, from 9 to 12, I'll be quiet yeah. in a basement. And then I think I'll do the same thing in the afternoon. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know what else she could be doing up there. They say a lift instead of, they say the bin for the, I'm going to throw your, di- if someone said, I'm going to throw your diary in this bin, I'd say, thank you. That's a great place to put it to to keep it secret. But they would really be saying, I'm going to throw your schedule in the trash. And then I'm going to take the lift. And I'd say, well, we don't have, well, the lift has to mean elevator for us. You because know- there's no other, a lift is just a, a, a an action, I guess. The lift from the airport here? Oh, L Y F T. I'm talking yeah. about the elevator. They call no, no. Lift. I know, I know. But I was. Oh yeah, that's I, that's I was, what we would think it was. I was just shifting. Shift. Lift. What? Why? Well, Segway. Well, I'm just fucking around. I, yeah, I don't segway. know. Segway. That was a non segwayer. The queue. They say that instead of <laughs> lining up. Oh, I was oh. in the queue for the oh. bathroom. The and what's the line? A line. Oh yeah, queue. Yeah. Um, and I hate the word way it's spelled. Q-U-E. It's like Q-U-E, Q-U-E, Q-U. It's like bananas. B-A. And I hate cheers. I hate that cheers has cheers. gotten over oh, here. Oh, cheers. For thank you. Cheers. 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 How about holiday? Sound? In Brooklyn. Holiday. Ugh. I like holiday. I do like for holiday. Vacation. For vacation. We're on holiday. But what do they say when it's like it's the holiday season? Do they think it's like summer? But they're taking holidays all the time because they don't, you know, they're not as... I mean, some countries in Europe take months off. They don't yeah, give a fuck. It's so nice. A siesta. God, nice siesta in leisure. the middle of the day. They care about leisure and pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> when was Yours was kind of like a fucking vacation this weekend. No? You you made it a vacation a little bit? A little bit? Yeah. Did you see your brother on the hamps? No. Nah, nah. He's not in the hamps anymore. He sold that hampy house. I just My, feel like you get another one then. You, you don't would, get out of the Hamptons forever. You're, you're not rich, allowed. You just yeah, stay. You, yeah, yeah. You gotta buy up. Yeah, that's like the code. There, it's not allowed to leave the Hamptons. But he did. You know, he had a house. He had an apartment in the city, so he had a house in the Hamptons. Uh huh. So that's your getaway. Right but now, he has a house in Connecticut. So go from house to house. You can't go house to house. You can't. You're not allowed. Oh. Yeah. Well, it's a rule. Was can't. it a trip? Like you guys were on the beach at one point with the truck. Yeah, no, I would consider it a holiday. Um, we definitely like 
Where did you stay? For you got in, you left Thursday. I stayed Thursday. Stayed at my friend's ten thousand square foot house. I texted him the day of. Like I said, I got the rental car. I ended Wait, up getting denied. You texted him the day of for the, the hotel stay. No, I texted him the day of to freaking just to see if he was in the Hamptons. I was staying Wait. in a. I was going to stay in a little shitty pool house. Wait, where? In the Hamptons. Well, whose house is that? A different friend. A different rich friend. Did you ever think of doing a um, hotel? I did, but they're fucking like a decent hotel in the Ham- Hampies is five fifty a night. Yeah. So I stayed forty minutes away from the wedding venue mm-hmm. to save a couple bucks. So I texted my buddy. I was like, "Hey, I'm staying in the pool house." He's like, "Hey, just stay in, stay in my house." Like right. that's how they are out there. They're like, "Just use my was car." There a part Fuck of my you wife. That was like, <laughs> what? Well, if you're saying it, I would much if I were a girlfriend situation in this, I would much rather stay in a pool house where I know we don't have to talk to anyone than stay in their actual house where like we're gonna be on the in there. No one was there. Oh, we had okay. this whole house to ourselves. Oh wow! Which, by the way, I know a lot of people make jokes. It's a ten thousand square foot house, I it gets a little haunty, haunty in there, a little haunted. Too many rooms. Too, Too many space. rooms. Too many weird rich people put up drawings and pictures of people that aren't in their families mm. that died probably horrible deaths that we have no idea about. And you see their faces on the wall and they just stare at you like, oh, wow. These weird drawings that yeah. they don't know these people. The richer you get, the well, less. Drawings, like they, like old timey drawings? Yeah, old timey drawings uh, of like a little girl. How do you know girl. they don't know? I've, well, maybe they're. Well, first of all, they rent this house okay. themselves, but. You know, I, so you I, were creeped out by this brand new house in the Hamptons? No, it's an old house. Oh, it is? Old house, yeah. Okay. Not that old, but okay. old enough. And there, but you yeah. got scared of ghosts? I mean, Brenna was scared, which then lingers over to me having to be the man of the house. And, you know, she's relying on me to not fight this little troll. Do you just and stay I, in a sector of the house, or do you, are you taking up space? We just yeah we had one room and yeah. then downstairs living room you know te- when you have twenty st- rooms you end up staying in two yeah that's what I've learned you know what no are we what doing city you're in you go to a couple places yeah you go you to just, a couple places what am I gonna I was do? just talking about this I do not want a big house I Never. love the size of my apartment when I lose something I know it's within two rooms <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I yeah. hated growing up like I'm not I hated it but we moved from a very small house to a bigger house in sixth grade and suddenly. It could be any anything you lose could be anywhere. It's yes. it's so it just turns into a lot more work to find things now. And then the joy of moving to New York and living in a studio or something even close to that. It's like <laughs> it is within an arm's length of me, whatever this thing I'm looking for. And if it's not, it's gone forever and I can just move on with my life. I mean, how did how did it get in that other room? <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like how did it give me, We had a room the childhood house, you're not really that afraid of, but we moved into a house when we were 12 where there was a room we never went in. Like, it was kind of understood that this room is kind of scary. Well, what we was had, it? Was it was it like the, an attic slash uh, room. Okay. But it was, and it was. What la- would it be? Was it decorated? Was it, did it have a bed? So there was the TV room connected to the attic. So we didn't even go in the TV room because this attic was so scary. You know, there were a lot of. Oh, wow. I don't know what was in there, but there was noises. A lot of noises. You were scared of ghosts. You, so you still believe in ghosts. If you were getting scared this weekend, you believe in ghosts. Um, because otherwise you wouldn't be scared. Yeah. I, I don't like noises. So you believe in someone broke. If you're, Would your inclination be it's a ghost or someone broke into the house? <sighs> Again, this is interesting to me. This is like the appliance talk yesterday where you're like, well... That's not an appliance. And I go, well, what constitutes an appliance? And you go, well, I don't know. And I'm like, but you have rules in your head. Yeah. So there's something. If you get scared when you hear noise, to you, it 
you can't get scared of something that's nothing. So it has to be something to you. What is it? What could it be? What is? What does your mind go to? Uh, well, I guess the idea is the unknown, right? The unknown is what's scary. So you can't define the unknown. I would say. But if you, but if I don't believe in, like, I, I do believe in ghosts now, but I don't believe <laughs> in like um, Bigfoot. You know, so if I heard okay, I don't think it's big walking in the woods, I would go, it's a man in a Bigfoot costume. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't go Bigfoot or I would, you know, the yes. thing I wouldn't go, yes. oh, it's the, the there's a clown in the sewer. <laughs> like I, I know that's not a thing, so I'm not going to jump to that. But I think some people do. They go, oh, my God, there's there's a part of them that goes, there could be a clown in the sewer. There, When it, the house is bigger, for some reason, mm. I do think. There is a small chance that it could be haunted with some kind of creature, some kind of thing. I do. Like an enti- entity. An yes. entity. Now, do, do my mind might also go there. Fa- depending on the, the safer the neighborhood, the more likelihood it's a ghost and not a robber in my brain. I know oh, that's see, crazy. I think that would be the opposite. Oh, really? Yeah, the nicer the neighborhood, the more stuff they got. But the, the less more. crime. Mm, okay yeah but i always think like oh this is the <laughs> it was a quiet street they hadn't had crime here since 1971 yeah when a woman you know <laughs> yeah 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 so if there hit is a, a child with her car like there, there's always there that dateline episode of like we never expected the neighborhood to have anything like this happen there'd never been a murder that that's when it's gonna happen oh dude if you see like if you saw some of the people you see in New York City every day, thousands of them, if you saw one of them on a quiet street, yeah. you would freak the fuck out. Yeah. Could you imagine? Just like, yeah, it's so crazy how we like train our brains to like get comfortable with insanity. Well, it was like insanity. that Reddit thing I shared that one time where it was like, the woman's like, do you want to know if you're a real New Yorker? And she just goes, Wah! and like screams and she goes, and she looks back at the camera, she goes, did anyone turn around? <laughs> She goes, those people are tourists if they turned around. And you just see there's people walking by that just did nothing when this cre- woman is screaming bloody murder in the middle of a normal section of Manhattan. Yeah, they're like, she, you know, having a rough day. Yeah. She'll be oh, right. yeah. I, I mean, I, I would not turn, because the second you turn to something, it is, you're now accountable to it. You have to do something about it. I mean, have you ever, I think I checked in maybe one Love or two so times. somebody so much it made you cry. Yeah. Have you ever needed something so, so bad, bad you can't sleep at night? I want to do a, a lyric quiz with you because you Go don't ahead. know any lyrics. That's not except... true. That's such an, a blanket statement. Um, Go ahead. Uh, well, you can't do Taylor Swift every Well, I'm time. not going to do well, – that wasn't Taylor Swift. I'm, I'm talking about um, – what was the song that you were like, this was – oh, the, the <laughs> Sum 41 one we were doing okay. the other day. All right. Um, what about um, – God, what did I just hear uh, this weekend that – Brought down the dance floor. It was like, it was you one of those Fallout Boys yeah. or some. It was one of those songs that was like I knew every lyric to, and I go, "How do I know this?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I forget it now. But what Stacey's about um, mom? Here I go again Been on, on my, my own. own. Shit, maybe. Honestly, I- are you kidding me? No, going down, walking down the only, the only road, road, no, road no, I've never known. Okay, keep going. Like a drifter, I was born to walk alone. Okay, nice. Now I made up my mind. I ain't wasting no more time. Here I go again. He did it, everyone. He needed a little. But help. I needed a little bit of a push. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's like a, when you go like a roller coaster. Yep. Just a little. Why what do we need that little heartbreaker? You got the best of me. Oh. Heartbreaker, dream maker. Oh, baby, you're a Chelsea beast. <laughs> what about uh, 
My loneliness is killing me. And I, I must confess, I still believe, still believe, and I'm not losing my mind. Nope, nope. Okay, but that's okay. You got most that of That wasn't it. bad. Yeah, that was pretty I good. I even got the other guy. The other <laughs> guy? <laughs> the other guy? You think there was another guy there? <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. Yep. Jitney. I mean, it's definitely it was another girl. There's going to be... A, it was her... <laughs> It's just her in the background, or maybe background singers that sound like well, that's her. That's what you think. But it, you think it was another guy? Yeah, man. It was a guy from Sweden that does all the hits. I wanted to say, if anyone's <laughs> watching us on the YouTube, I have a, um, I got a laser facial today. I got a microneedling PRP where they suck your blood out of your arm. <sighs> where are they oh, suck nice. it out of? Uh, just a vein. They took it from right here. Okay, so they, oh, so they take so your... they take your blood and then they spin it around in a thing. I got it done on my scalp too when I was losing my hair back in the day. Um, and they spin it around a thing and they and then it sucks out all the plasma and then they um throw it away and then a guy jerks off and they just use that no that's the <laughs> show i'm watching on netflix has anyone heard of this our father show no oh my god dear god i will never do ever do ivf treatments with a man i will never trust and sorry infertility doctors out there that are well-meaning just like male babysitters you don't get to do it go into some other kind of medicine oh they're putting you, their own cum in there's there? this guy in indianapolis named dr klein hmm. who in the 1970s and 80s practiced for a really long time women would go having infertility issues they would either get a donor from you know like a catalog because back when it before it was digitized they would pick out a donor and a <laughs> catalog and their stats and or yeah. they would bring in their husband's sperm because they were just having trouble having sex or just like whatever it was. And the husband would go and jerk off in a cup or whatever, or they'd pick out the donor that they like, you know, to become a donor, you have to have like, you have to pass tests that you don't have a bunch of diseases and like autoimmune issues and family history of blah, blah, blah. And then this fucking Dr. Klein would just throw the sample away, come as the woman was getting disrobed, go come in his office. And then go in and inject his own semen into the woman, his own warm batch. And what happened was no one would have known be until 23andMe. And then these people started getting tests and all of a sudden they are getting hundreds of match, you know, like dozens of matches with half siblings. And they're going, what is going on here? Oh my God. And they go, yeah. mom, did you pick out a donor? And the, or, or they know the mom had a donor. And Dr. Klein, as is most with most donors, they don't want any population having too many of the same father. So donors will only use they'll only use donors up to three times. So gotcha. and that because they don't want sisters and brothers un unintentionally and dating me. each other. Three and me. Yeah. No one twenty three. I mean twenty three is a lot. Wait. So wait. Wait one second. Was he still? Is he still alive? Yes. Oh my God. So this is what the show is. I like this idea. Dude, for Dude, it is the creepy. It is. It is worse than any of the molested How many dogs. Kids? I don't How many know kids? why this thing creeps me out. So, hundreds and oh still God. more, more coming every day because women would. There are women who are dead now because you know they they died of not you know of yeah. old age and their siblings are out there that might not have Netflix and might not know about it. If you were conceived in the seventies or eighties in Indianapolis. And your parents might not even tell you that they had gone to this doctor. He was the only one that anyone even went to back then <laughs> to help. And even if your dad's semen would use, he would throw out the dad's semen that was just, he would jerk off in a room next to the dad and throw out the dad's and put in his own. So all of these people, and guess what? There's nothing to try him on. There's no Why? law against what he oh. did for some reason. It's disgusting. I wish this guy, I mean, this guy, it's all about, 
they kind of get into it and it, it turns out he's maybe into like some kind of like Aryan race type thing. Oh. Because all these kids Klein, have Klein, I was thinking maybe Jewish. C-L-I-N-E. Oh. Not a K. Yeah. You know, K-K-K, I'm sure but... some kids are like, my dad's a doctor? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Oh, like... yeah. He was dis- He's so ugly, the... though. He's oh, such really? a fucking ugly bastard, too. He's so gross. And some of these kids have such cute dads. And it's truly the most devastating <laughs> thing to a family because these fathers learn yeah. that their kids who are 30 doing 23 oh. Me as like a Christmas gift they get from their husband. All of a sudden, hey, dad, um, you're n- I'm not yours. I never have been. And this is why I look different than the rest of the family. It's just so sad. Let's uh, and so you're watch. An, and you're it's a nurse, our father. Dad. Oh yeah, <laughs> Dad, you're a nurse. I have a real doctor, Dad. Ugh. Sorry, you couldn't pass the boards, Dad. I'm reading about the Columbine kids right now, and I'm having empathy for them for some reason. But this Dr. Klein is honestly like like Hitler levels of terrible to me. There's I don't something know why. about the deceiving aspect of it that's just. Really grind your I'm going to tell you an even creepier thing when we get back from break. Andrew! I'm coming down off the road. Wait, I'm no, li- you're I'm doing white snakes still. I'm a frog on top of a toad. Oh, okay. So you meant to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, dude. I'm brilliant. I'm Benson. Oh, my. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, Self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Well, the weather is getting a lot warmer, and so your wardrobe probably needs an update. I know mine does, and it's so hard when you want to buy new stuff because you want it to last a long time, you want it to look really good, and you want it to like stand the test of time in terms of like fashion. At least that's what I want. And so that's why I love Quince, because Quince is all about effortless fashion that looks chic and timeless year-round. 
I'm talking premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. Washable silk top. They have so many chic jewelry pieces like these globe boho hoops. I love those. You could just blindly click and end up with such wardrobe essentials. They're not wasting your time at Quince. I love the Quince um, dress I got. I'm trying to find it because I want to say the exact name of it, but it's like this long sleeve dress, but it's like a midi skirt. It's so cute. It's like silky feeling. It's just, I've told you about it before. Okay, there's so much cute stuff on here. I got to go and get back to the podcast, but you know what to do. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. Hacks is back for season three and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Okay, so the, one of the creepiest yeah. things about this documentary called Our Father, I watch everything with the captions on, you know? And in the beginning of the documentary, it just, it's a lot of dramatization uh, that they, it's and they really creep factor it up. But they show this doctor and he has all these like, you know, I don't know if he's Catholic or, he's Christian, I think, or maybe Luther. I don't even know what he is. But he has all these signs around that are like, uh, just religious uh, mimeographs and like little like weavings and you know I don't know he just has signs everywhere about like being Christian is the only way to be kind of things and and they show him in this like these rooms just like jerking off and then in the very beginning they show him like from behind in his office really like dimly lit office and him just going leaning back like Oh, like in his oh office, and it's just like, and you see him like leave a patient, and then like walk, yeah. and like be like, just real, I'll be right back, and then he comes, goes in his office, and he like, you hear him jerk off. So that's like the beginning, just setting the stage for like, what is going? This is guys, this is weird, right? And then every single, the 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 documentary is cut up into sections of like how many siblings there are. So it would go, the first is like sibling number one, and then. Every time, and every time, they always preemptively go like, and my mom was told that, you know, based on the donor she chose, there would only be up to three more siblings, and then it would always go to cut to like a sibling, and then there's a there's a, a black you know, uh, screen, and then it says sibling number, and then it goes, and the number keeps going like, and then it'll go fifteen, and then it shows the story of sibling fifteen, and then it's like sibling, and then it'll go, and then Dr. Klein says, well, I only did it ten times. There's only there's I only put my own sperm in because these families were struggling. I only did it ten times, and then it goes sibling number, 
37. And so it, it keeps climbing throughout the thing. But every single time, because of the closed captions, it will say sibling number. And then it goes, boom. like there's like this kind of like ominous like tone underneath it. Mm-hmm. When the number comes up, it's just, you would just think it was like a boom, boom, like almost like a law and order kind of, you know, echoey tone. But then it says in the closed caption in like brackets, man moaning. So you you realize that these people have put this guy's like cum sound throughout the documentary. Oh. I showed it to Chris the other night. I was like, you haven't even seen this documentary, but can you just see what I'm noticing from having closed captions on? Closed captions open up such a world to you that you don't know, like where things appear that you go, oh, I didn't even know. The director definitely was like, let's let's emphasize every number with the sound of an the orgasm. Sound of an orga- yeah. But you would never know it unless you had closed captions. Also, when I'm watching the show like The Ultimatum or like any of these reality shows, it will be like tense music. Like it'll just say that or it'll be like, it's almost like they they didn't realize that they're giving away what they're trying to do. Yes. Emotionally gripping music. Um, music that makes you think <laughs> these two might break up. Like it'll be that specific of like, telling you what you're supposed to feel and it becomes it's a nice way to see how manipulative things are on television because they're giving away their secrets yeah we would have no idea the, could you hear the cum sound when you it turned just sounds the, like boom okay like it that's the, it really sounds nothing like a cum but every like single time the number breaking. comes up it just yeah. says man moaning and it's like Ooh. <laughs> it's like not that sound at all, but it's you know that someone was like, let's secretly put this sound in. Like the Beatles on the, uh, a certain song called, I think, uh, Girl. I think it's the song Girl, which they pronounce girl instead of girl. But they do this part where it's like, tit, 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 and they got a kick out of it because they were saying tit, 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 tit. But it sounds like tit, 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 tit. And then, you know, in Lady Gaga's poker face, she says, po 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 poker face, po po poker face. But she's really saying, if you listen, it says, fa 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 fucker face, fa fa fucker face. Whoa. Yeah, and it's secret things that they put in. There's even one in Britney Spears. Um, Could it be um, the caption guy's I'm wrong? I'm a slave for you. And it goes, uh, oh, in safe. Uh, she goes, I can't deny it. I'm not trying to fight it. There's a, a some part of it that has like some. It's almost like the Disney things where it's like a dirty lyric instead. Okay. I forget which one it is. But no, I don't think the caption guy's having fun. I think he's reading the script, which is for producers. You know, so part of, yeah. Part of me had sometimes thought the closed captions was just a guy going. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's always just it. like a live guy going. <laughs> I was thinking, I so that's computer. what it is. Live things are like debates. I was, I was, was a computer. computer. Yeah, um, I always wondered how they get the closed captions in there. Like how that even works on the. It's TV. someone going off of a script. Usually, if it's something that's scripted, and then if it's, I think that I think a lot of it is AI, just like hearing it because you know when. Yeah, you could do it, it on your phone. You could do it with Siri. I'm wondering though, but even in the nineties when you know, like before computers were so advanced, I remember you could turn the closed captions on for the Simpsons and I would watch it with closed captions. I think they would have people But the Simpsons wasn't live. You know, they actually had people type it out. Yeah. Because I think I knew some people like in the two thousands when I lived in LA who would do that for temp jobs is like closed captioning. Oh, for live stuff? No, not live stuff, for like, you know, tape stuff. They list they you know, before it airs. But you know, when you do I'm wondering, I see it all the time on these reels and on TikTok, mostly on Instagram reels, where it will have, it'll caption it for you. 
Are you not able to go in and correct what it you thinks? You can't. You can't. Why does everyone not do that? Well, it depends. It bugs on me curse so words, much. On curse words or just random no, words? No, random words. I know you can do it. Certain so, certain ones you can do it and other ones I, I don't think I've you can. I've never done it, but I can't imagine they don't have a way to edit it. They go, we'll get this right as much as possible, and then you can go back in and change it. No one does. I know. People are lazy, including oh myself. Oh, my God. I've done it before where I haven't changed it. It doesn't seem to make that big of a deal, but yes, it definitely like. Does it make sense? I think to at you? this point, I think honestly, I think now closed captions and visuals are so ingrained in us that it's like okay, make it nice, make it right. Like a lot of people are now doing it. Like yeah, even because like, there are people called deaf people who actually rely on it to make sense or <laughs> sense, if you as you would write it of what <laughs> we're, of what you're saying. It, what? Why are you rubbing that? Mike? Like, I don't know. I'm thinking just... of Dr. Klein. <laughs> oh. Got his ass. Or did Wait, he get me? what were me? you going to say? No, but like even like a comic like Gary Goldman, you put up a, a, a thing of his. Yeah. And for some reason, I think Gary Goldman, I think he would never, like he wouldn't put the, the captions. Li- captions because there's something about, you know, stand up that you shouldn't have to read it. Like, you know, it kind of takes away right. the medium. But he did it perfectly. Like you know, he took time. Well, yeah, because on that. he's like me. I can't stand. I t- I tell my people who you're do like my Lizzo. Own stuff. We learned you're like Lizzo. T- yeah, Lizzo got night. very mad about the the way that you do the dance for the. It's like In this. a minute, I'm gonna need a sentimental man, a woman to pump me up. Pump pussy. <laughs> um, but I want to say that like Gary's like me. I there's something that bugs me so much, and every comedian needs to do. If you're listening, comedians, and you make clips of your stand-up, you're doing yourself a disservice if you give the punchline away before you oh. say it. The word should not appear on the screen until you say it. There's a thing called timing in comedy that is essential to the joke being as funny as possible. And when you, I read fast, and so do a lot of people, I read the joke before people say it, and I go, oh. And there's a part of you that goes, I know where this is going. Even though you didn't, you read it ahead of the person saying it. And it ruins it for you. I mean, in Veep, I watch it all the time where I see the joke before they say it. And that's, I allow that because that's TV. It's not like the, the if the writers were doing the closed captions, they would be more emphatic about it. But I can't stand when I, <laughs> you know, outsource my captions and it just pops up because I want, I want it to, it builds to like, you don't know where this is going. And now you do. If you just write the whole sentence out. I don't know. Maybe some people are slower readers, and it actually does time out right. No, I, I think it also depends on your stand-up. If you know, some people speak so slowly that their joke that is a minute long might have you know forty words, so it's easy to type out. Essentially, it's easy to time it out. Yeah. If you have a lot of words, harder to type, harder to write, harder to you know. Some people yes. do it in clumps. Whatever. This is all technical. Well, setup it can be fi- setup's fine. But yeah. When you're doing a punchline, you need the dot dot dot. Boom! The right de- on like, the right on the time you say. Yeah, the well, you say it, you say it the way for a reason. Like you might be like, no, I don't pay attention to that stuff. You do. Yeah. You do. And Come noise. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. You so gotta bottom fr- line is, I got a laser facial today. Yeah. So you got the laser facial. You go in. What what does they it draw do? Draw the blood. They whip it around. Then yeah. they come back in, and she um, it hurts so fucking bad. They put um numbing cream on my face that's yeah. just now wearing off and um they rub it all over your face and then your your face is n- numb and tingly and then 
she comes in and does micro needling, which is just a little needle. Just it's like no, no, no. There's like it's a machine, but I'm guessing it has a bunch of needles on it, and it just like like penetrates your skin all over. So it just kind of like almost like tattooing kind of putting thing. Like, your plasma into your no, own no, face. no. It's just, it's poking needles. in, so it's just poking holes. I'm guessing. I don't know how it exactly works, but I know that it's like needles everywhere. And then they take your plasma and rub it in the open. Wounds. Oh my. Was there a part of your face where you're like, ah, oh, I can't stand this. Oh, the forehead, because there's no fat there. It's just like bone on skin. I think it probably brag. relates to, I know I have, I'm such a skinny forehead. <laughs> um, but definitely my cheeks are easier because there's more padding. I yeah, it's a little bit more bony. But you got a laser too, right? Or no? Well, no. I, I just call it laser because it just looks like it just is an easy way to say that your face looks all fucked up. But I got it was micro needling. Okay. There's no laser involved. But, but I used to get laser. Yeah, stuff. there is a laser thing as well. I've heard. Well, there's tons of different uh, stuff. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, I get some stuff done too. Yeah, you get it done too. I actually just ordered my first balding spray. A balding spray. What? Yeah. What is for it? for receding hairline? It's like Rogaine. Is it's it like Fintacide and Moxo. I don't know the words. They're both big. Is it a foam? It's a spray. And when when do you put it on? You just put it on four times. Uh, well, four sprays a day. Oh, like one time, four sprays. And what? Uh, where did you hear about it? I Instagram. Was late last night. Instagram. Hims is the name of Hims. the brand. Yes, yes, yes. I've heard and, that. And uh, I don't. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm we'll sure see. my face will fall off and. I'll is it supposed it all, to grow hair or just keep the hair that you have? It regrows. It should regrow and, and thicken. Okay. So a lot of times it's you know oral, whatever the fintacide or whatever, yeah. and there's side effects of um, your Impetence. dick doesn't work. Yeah. yeah, I've already gone through that with Zoloft. I'm not going to put a pill in my mouth no. that's going to affect my cock because my cock is finally back it's to back to normal teenager levels. Yeah, small and pathetic. <laughs> but no, the spray. The spray. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm like, why not? It's not that expensive. It's not crazy. Yeah. And I used to do Rogaine. I'll let you know if it works. I used to do, and I've done PRP. I've done, you know, uh, Nutrafol. How much was falling out? Or was this a, a this was, it preventative? Was, it was, a uh, no, it was hormonal. I mean, during the pandemic, my hair was, it was, it was like, really? I know we, we didn't hang out much during the pandemic. It was awful. I had was a lot. Like clumps in the shower? Like, I had, I would do like wall art with my hair oh my in the God. shower. I had like tapestries of like, I would do like horses and like, I, it looked like a cave from the Mesolithic period. I but I know, know how right. like, like insane that, about yeah. hair I am. Oh, it was, it was the worst time of my life. I, and I have so much empathy for anyone whose hair is my mom's going through like, you know, stressful hair loss. Like it sucks. Every, I wouldn't take showers because every time I did, it would fall out so much. But when you stop showering or when you stop, I wouldn't wash my hair. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so much would come out, it would be di like so um, traumatizing. But then when you skip showering or when you mm -hmm. skip washing your hair, more falls out because it's just like releasing. So it's just every single time I would just go, ah, and I would put it up on the wall and I'd go, Bob, look, I'm not crazy. And then one time my I came home from doing Jimmy Kimmel Live, like guest hosting. And I remember I like came back into my parents' house and I like, greeted my dogs and I like was rolling around on the ground with them and they were all stepping and oh. I remember Wiley stepped on my hair and like ripped out 10 strands and what went from like I just had this amazing day and like weekend or like I just could accomplish this thing that you know I thought my career was over and then suddenly during 2020 in the summer I get to host, guest host Jimmy Kimmel I was 
inconsolable. I just couldn't believe that, like, in addition to all my hairs falling out naturally, something pulled out, like, ten. Ten? Like, it was... It was the worst thing that's ever happened to me. I know that sounds crazy. It was honestly one of the worst things. I would have rather, I told my dad, I was like, I'd rather my arm fall get cut off. I'm not, I wasn't joking. Like it was that devastating to me that just the idea that something that didn't need to go went. <laughs> when I was just so. I just love his little paw taking it. It's big paw. Oh, his just big paw. taking it off. It was just like all, so now I never lay on the ground with the dogs because if they step on my hair in a weird way, I, I like know that I'll just lose my fucking mind. I remember I remember when my hair started to fall out. A lot of it was stress related. I remember being in the shower and having like clumps. Mm-hmm. For some reason my hair has like stayed kind of this. I, I don't remember. Was it longer? It just then? was thicker. It was just thicker, you but, know. I, oh, I'm oh, saying oh. your hair falls out probably now and then it just falls out of your hair cuz it's short. Oh, and you don't you know, realize when you have long it. long hair. That's why that's girls. That's a good point. Yeah. When and, uh, and especially if your hair is curlier or more textured when it falls out, it just stays in there until you wash it and then you run your hands through and that's when it all comes out. Whereas if you're someone with straight like hair that kind of, mm-hmm. that it's falling out throughout the day in a way that others aren't. Oh, so maybe it is falling out. I don't even realize it. But but as a woman, as a woman, you know, it's like, you go bald as a, it's not supposed to happen yes. to women. It's a, you know, that look isn't like. And it's not a like, bald spot that you can be like, oh, I'm like, it's yeah. alopecia, which o- almost would, I don't want to minimize alopecia at all, but at least when you have like a bald spot, you can be like, something's wrong. But when it's all falling out everywhere and your hair's just like thin and like you can like see through on your scalp, it just feels different than like uh, my friend Saralina used to have a bald spot and it would just be one area. Or my one friend has trichotillomania and she has one area that's just a bald patch right behind her ear and she could kind of flip her hair and show it. De- devastating, for sure. There's something about it being concentrated as opposed to like when it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. I don't think alopecia is though concentrated. No, I don't think it is either. I think that's your eye. Like everything falls no, out. No, it, it, that, that is. I'm not trying to like be like I know I, what it is. But no, no, no. I, just, I think you're right. I, think I just you're right. read about it because of the Will Smith. Thing. I was like, what is alopecia? Oh my god, it's horrible. Yeah. Jeff Ross came out about it after. He, oh, he had it, and he had it for years. That's why he had that hair on yes. the roast, and then a year later he was bald. Yep. And he lied about it and said it was just a choice. He had no eyebrows. He suddenly, as a comedian, couldn't make it. Like, his eyebrows, it's a weird to show, like, your expressions. You know? Yeah. Like, he suddenly was just robbed of, like, how he emotes and how he looks on stage. And, like, it was devastating. And he had to lie about it. He was like, I lied on Rogan about it. I just said it was, like, a choice. And it was, like, not a choice. His hair just started falling out out of fucking nowhere. And, it, and then he wrote this. Uh, he came out about it because of the Oscars. Yeah, because he had full-on... Like dreads the year before, and then yeah. he was completely bald yeah. the next his year. His alopecia, yeah. Whoa. And he he says that you know he knows a lot of people that have it that stuff that wear wigs, and no one knows people in Hollywood. I mean, it's such a shameful thing, hair loss, that people don't talk about. But um, my grandpa used to go, "Don't use a towel. Don't ever dry your hair with a towel." Because <laughs> he was bald from oh. an early, and he would have my grandpa Martha. <laughs> Did he say, don't wash your towels? Yes. Because you stuck to that. You know, I'm not <laughs> dirty anymore, Nikki. You can't keep bringing it up. That's the old me. Brenna does it now. Mm. And I actually do it some. But my grandpa Marvin, <laughs> yeah. he would take one hair. He had like 10 hairs uh-huh. that you don't have anymore. And then he, he would. He would grow it to like to and here. And then swirl it around. And swirl it around. Oh, my God. And then it'd get a little windy. 
And that bitch was like Bill Murray and Kingpin. Oh, which you never, I don't know how you know. I know. And it would just, it would just start like turning yeah. into a, like a, like, um, what's that snake a, in a, a yeah, cobra? Yeah, like a rattlesnake out of like, a Don't ever use a towel, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got to get to the news. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. Oh, boy. I hope you're having all the swells out there. Apparently, we are here. Uh, it's Tuesday, folks, too. Uh, man, have you ever thought about life and think about stuff and then everything falls apart? Back to you, Noah. Oh, my God. Okay, you guys are going to be on the road this weekend. Uh, two yes. shows in Boston. Boston. And then two shows, two or three shows Fox in Woods. Connecticut two. at Foxwoods. Really? Two shows. Two, I believe. Oh, my God. Two and two? Two and two. It's the big weekend. The Wilba. up. The fucking Wilba. Yeah, the Wilba two shows on. I, I think they're selling well too. So, um, but get in there. We're doing meet and greets, all that stuff. Have new merch available. Um, and you can, as always, get our merchandise at uh, nikkiglazer.podshop.com or podshop.nikkiglazer.com. Yeah, I'm excited for uh, June 11th because you'll be in Phoenix and I'm going to come see you guys. Yay! Oh, we should do a live pod. June 11th. That'd be so fun. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Put it out in the world. Just throwing it out there, world. Just tossing it out. Okay, what's the news story? Okay, Ella? first story. I think you're going to love boom, this. Boom, boom, boom. I think I know what it is. Rapid fire. You want to guess? Say. No, I don't want to guess. Okay. An Arby's, oh. an Arby's manager <laughs> was caught urinating in the milkshake mix on two occasions while under investigation for child pornography. Wow. 23 and me, they found out. That is hilarious. That <laughs> I love these while, you know, the things that people do while the other thing. Oh. <laughs> you know? Like, like this is how making he's a milkshake? This is what he's doing and why he's on bail. You like, like, why? The child pornography wasn't enough. Let's pee in some milkshakes. Oh, well, I thought that's Nikki, included. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. I he thought He urinated that's... for sexual gratification. I, I mm. guess that was like found out. Um, and when officers executed a search warrant, they uncovered dozens of photos oh. and videos depicting the sexual exploitation of children, as well as the urine video on his digital oh devices. Oh, this poor fucking guy. What made him this way? You know, what the fuck happened to Probably this guy at that Arby's. this is what he's into? I, I mean, I know that's the worst thing to go to. There's people victimized by this guy, especially people who drink those milkshakes and children. Um, but Jesus Christ, what makes someone like this? I mean, I don't know. I wonder like if people work. How did he get caught? Like, did people just taste the milkshakes? How did it? Well, how, that's how what it, it was. While um, he was being investigated, I guess they uncovered that, like from the videos. So, uh, oh wait, so what came first, the child porn or the milkshakes? Probably the like, child pornography. He was, Wait, he was being investigated for child porn, and then they found videos of him pissing in the milkshakes. Yes. Oh, God, the that videos means that took people place just drank those milkshakes and didn't fucking know. Yep. So, oh, God. I think this is the best vegan um, way to get people to go vegan. <laughs> it's just say that, the, you know what? They might be pissing in your milkshake. Yeah. I mean, just trying to think of if I've ever had a milkshake An Arby's from milkshake? Arby's. I haven't. Have you ever had Arby's? Oh yeah, I used to love Arby's. So much meat in there. Oh boy, I love the Arby's. five stack thing. Oh, I mean, oh, I love that weird barbecue beef. sauce that's sweet that tastes like oh, piss. So, oh my god, you're right. It is a little vinegary. <laughs> oh my god, pissy. shit. <laughs> I get the piss. beef and cheddar there. God, what a 
weird order to go to be like i'm never like arby Why was always mouth like, watering i hate this story <laughs> god I'm sorry no but like pissing and and I wonder why no one else saw him do it. Like, why is anyone ever alone with the milkshake machine? Also, he's a man. Like, he's manager, so maybe he. Oh, manager. manager! Oh yeah. God, these people cannot help themselves. Thank God they can't help themselves. They they want to get caught. They know they're doing something wrong, and they can't help but just push it to the point where someone's going to catch them. I just heard he's tough on interviews. My God, and and, and you know, like I've said. The child porn thing is so fucking weird, you guys. They don't do it for money. They all do it just because they want to provide content for other people who are into it. It's all about trading and just like lending out. Like that's the weirdest part of that whole thing for me for some reason. Did you ever eat no. a fast food and go, <laughs> I wonder what they're doing to the food? You ever have those no. thoughts? No, and you know what? I think it's so weird when people find out you know, what goes on behind the scenes or they go, you know, the other day Chris was talking about on this radio show, like he worked somewhere and he saw them, he worked at some restaurant and was really disgusted that they were washing out, you know, the bins that keep the food in or the, they were washing plates. And then the woman took the same sponge and used it to wipe, wash um, the sink and like dump the the pan of like dirty mop water in there and then washed it down with the, and I'm like, of course they're doing that. I just don't, if something is microscopic. I do not care about microscopic germs. How macro does it have to get? It piss. <laughs> Ounces of piss. Ounces. But I assume not there's one ounce. I'm assuming there's grams of piss and shit in everything I eat. And you can't taste it like you know, you can't taste bugs. You're gonna you have bugs ta- in your food. I had taco guys. bug one time. And then Taco Bell. Yeah. And I swear to God, I'm not kidding. I pulled out like a little tiny no. bug. A and, time, it and it kept moving, and I go, it's good, boy. <laughs> it just kept it going. Get, yeah. I mean, it was small enough where I was like, it's not like a fucking Wait, it was you didn't eat it. No, I took the bug out. But you didn't, he seemed like, well, what's the odds of there being another bug? <laughs> they never travel and in pairs. Honestly, I don't think it's gross if there's a bug in my food. I just, I only take it, I don't want more bugs in my, I don't want to eat a bug. I don't care what the bug left behind. I assume there's fly shit everywhere. Larva. Larva. Yeah, but like, if I can't see it, I don't. I don't care about what I can't see. Now, are you afraid to send things back due to someone spinning on it? Oh, no. You ever think about that? No, because I'm very nice when I send things back, and I make it very aware, like, I know this isn't your fault, or, like, back there. I just, like, if it's, yeah, no, I'm never scared of, because usually things I'm ordering, I would be able to tell if they spit in it. And if they did, and I can't tell, then I'm, then it's fine. The piss thing, I think I would be able to tell piss. It, I I don't want to drink with piss in it. But I think that if it had even the slightest taste of piss, I would not want to, I would not just go, ah, it tastes a little off. I would just go, oh, God, no. All this stuff and seems like a power thing. It's all a power thing. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like piss, control, piss to come. Coming in, in the, things. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it definitely is. Anyhow. Okay. But ready for some good news? Sure. No. Okay. <laughs> the UK's public health services are officially prescribing stand-up comedy classes to men at risk of suicide from mental Aww. trauma or depression. To push them over the edge? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, this is a horrible idea. Have you ever bombed? <laughs> okay, so they're <laughs> prescribing comedy classes. Yep, after a pilot program proved outrageously successful, according to this. What kind of pilot? Like a TV pilot or like a flying pilot? No, like they tested, like a pilot, like they tested it, a a pilot program. Oh, 
I thought it was a different word in England. I thought pilot there meant uh, an actual flying right, thing. Right, right. Q. Q. Um, Q. QAnon. Um, you, yeah. Uh, that, I mean, that's sweet. I think that, I think anything that is, you know, a, a class, something that people are learning together, something that gets uh, part of your brain working in a different way is always helpful for depression. Um, All but, jokes aside, a cla- the class really did... Like I was very depressed when I started stand up, yeah. like, and I was seeking. And you something. really did put all jokes aside when you started. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I wanted to save them for later, and by later, <laughs> I mean I'm still aside, waiting. If you want to do comedy, yeah, all jokes inside, you should have on the paper and the diary. No, it's so it's anything that is social yeah. and like making you interact with people <laughs> and like think in a different way and yes. think maybe outside yourself and support other people. The problem so, is, is like anything, the high is so high from doing well in it and like doing well in the class. And then you think you get cards. I got cards made like within the first week of like becoming, you know, I had my first show. Wait, you got cards made? Oh, yeah. God, you're and so you want to know what I did? You know what I did? You know what I did? It's so funny. I had cards made of just me. <laughs> I got to find them. It's a drawing of me with a mustache and my grandpa's hat and the Wookiee. And then I just put my name on there, no email, no phone number. I go, if they're going to want me, they're going to find me. And I just put Andy Shallows on there. I swear to God. Wait, were you up? Was there a presence online at all of you? No. Then how would they ever find you, Andrew? Through the phone book. <laughs> were you even in the phone in? book? No. Nope. Andy Shallows wasn't even your name. What are you thinking? Did you have a MySpace page? No. I, I think I had MySpace. I think okay. I had Facebook. I think I had Maybe Facebook. Maybe that. But it was absurd to think I'm going to be yes. off the radar, whatever. My it's whole point to this is the depression was so, like, it was cured, kind of. And then if you don't get success, boy, does it come back yeah. strong. Yeah. So, I think this is more not, like, tur- turning men into comedians or, yes. like, depressed people. It's more about, like, just giving them a fun thing to do. Yeah. Well, here here's how it works. So it, it's a it's a woman who founded the course – Um, It says that trauma victims are encouraged to process their trauma in a different way so they can change who the victim is and choose the narrative. They can actually go right down into it. This is what I was thinking, and then this happened to me. This enables survivors to consciously use comedy to change their perspective on their experiences, but also puts them in a physically powerful position because being on stage is very powerful. Oh, I like that. Um, So they're probably like learning how to make... That's like a class about rape jokes. Yeah, or like rape you know, or like anything yeah. horrible that happened. You car crash, killed three people. Yeah. That's just funny, you know? Yeah. I mean, if you do keep telling your story that it can't be funny, I mean, we do that all the time. And then we're like, you got to be depressed about that. It's too sad well, to make funny. It shouldn't though, be allowed to be funny. Yeah, well, it should be allowed to be funny, but I also think that some people just cannot not be funny about things and then they never feel sad. Well, yeah, that's a whole And they, they just They need a different class. They need just regular therapy. Yeah. Where they yeah. just perform Man, without I making tried a to joke. Go to couples therapy today and we got there and we're in the waiting room and we sign in and we're like wait, we're both so tired. He like literally is like putting his head in my lap and we're just like can we just like sleep here? And I had to crawl out of bed to get to it and cuz I got my microneedling then I went back to bed cuz I was just like Oh, I, you know, sibling number 55. Oh, and then I, close um, caption, open ears, got into the, (laughs) I drove, it's like 30 minutes away. I drove there, got there and, uh, 
we are waiting and waiting and waiting. And then we're starting to like just talk about things like in the waiting room that almost like gear, like pre-gaming yeah. for therapy. And then she is not coming out and she's very prompt usually. And then um, she we call her and then she calls us back and is like, oh, did you get my email? I couldn't do that time. I'm just like, oh my God, why are we doing this? And then we, we Chris, she was on speaker and he goes, I just want to let you know, like this might end us. Like the drama, this like it, it was funny. <laughs> she was like, no, "Wait, oh, uh, she was like, we'll we'll talk about it next time." Can I be honest? That that goes back to the thing of like now you're dealing with this late whatever her not showing up as a couple, and it does bring like now you have this thing that brings you together. You can talk about the lady yes. not showing up, yes, and it instantly can remove any kind of other shit. Man, I love a tired boyfriend. Oh. Uh. I yeah. love when your like boyfriend Whoa. who is usually like in control and like you know like running the show and which is very hot when he's just a baby and he's just like oh he's tired and he's I just love it. What What's about somewhere in between? I just want him to What about like a lazy kind of in control guy? Um <laughs> I just want him to I like vulnerability. I like when when I think I think when guys or anyone gets tired they're just more like I'm just like, I can't be cool right now. Like, they're not going to be defensive. They're not like, all. and I'm speaking for myself too. Like, I think I maybe get more defensive when I'm tired because some, I don't know what happens Cranky. when I'm tired. Huh? Cranky. Cranky. Yeah. I mean, getting, there's just something when, when guys, my boyfriend, I like him the most when he's like, I like you the most when you're tired too, because you're just like you say like silly things, and you're just like I don't know. I'm just I'm tired. I'm tired. Well, a I'm tired guy would know. I want sex. <laughs> and then you just say funny, like because you're not. There's no. It takes away any ability for you to try to be cool or yes. try to hold be, hold in something that wants to come out. And if you're tired and in a good mood, it's just there's nothing but like li- genuine like happiness and like love emanating from men. I think they just get, it's almost like that post orgasm, like, like they're just kind of like <laughs> jelly. And they're well, like, when people I'm smoke weed, you know, you smoke weed, you're just like, yeah, whatever, man, it's fine. Dude. It's not good. everyone, but not yeah. everybody, but yes, there's something, there's something a tired guy will never me. rev an engine, you know, like that yeah, goes back to like, care. Care. yeah, they, you takes, can't be care. Could take so much effort, so much yeah, so much anger, so much like rage to oh be kid. It's so, so ego. Egos drop when you're tired, so you're not kid. Yes. Oh my god. Uh, I just like. I just there's something about and even like children, like when Poppy is like sick and she just gets like cuddly and it's just like I just <laughs> like I guess I just like being needed and I like something that is like not going to require a lot of. I mean, I guess kids that are sick require more attention, but they're just like, they don't want to play. They just want to like cuddle. <laughs> I might, I might be a woman that like the Munchausen thing where you like keep your kids and your family sick so they need you. Oh, wow. Although I always say that Chris loves, to, Chris's favorite thing is helping people. And I was saying to, I was driving back from this wedding with his dad and him in, in the car. And I was talking to, I was talking about like, we have of some friends who are like building a house with a guest house and all this stuff and I'm like they must be like fucking killing it money wise and Chris is like you could do that and I'm like no I couldn't buy build a that big of a house with a guest house and a pool and a pickleball court and all and he's like yeah you could in that neighborhood yes you could and I'm like I could and he's like but you don't think about what you can do with your money and I'm like 
But I would just feel like this is if my mom then dies of cancer or is like getting sick from cancer and I can't spend all that money on her for her treatment. And her, his dad was like, what are you talking about this cancer thing? And I go, well, we're all going to get cancer. I want to be able to, you know, pay for my parents treatment so they don't stress about it, which is always my theory about saving money. And he's like, don't 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 live in the wreckage of your future. Nikki, Ooh. don't live in the wreckage of your future. And I was I like, like I need to hear that, Mr. Convy. Thank you. I don't know. And he then, might be in on with Chris to get a pickleball court. That's what maybe. it sounds like to me. I'm like, that's the wreckage of my present is pickleball. Also, but, what is can? How much is cancer if you have good health to, insurance? Well, my parents like, don't. Okay, they have Medicaid okay. or Medicare. Okay, so do we know though? Should I, we look I, into it? I'll, I'll say it's probably because I think whatever your number is, is three hundred thousand. No, I don't think it would one point no. six million. No, I don't think for it, the best for the best. Yeah, best cancer treatment in the world. Oh, that's my dad. He's a cancer dad, doctor. Text him right now, Dad. W- with Medicare, if you're talking about uh, five years of cancer treatment for the best kind of cancer treatment for let's say a colon. <laughs> You know, <laughs> what are we looking at? I want to be able to go, mom, I got it. Don't worry about it. It's covered. And I don't want to not be able to do that because I wanted a pickleball court or a, I wanted a guest <laughs> house that Andrew could stay at, you know, and get scared of the ghosts in the other room. So um, I, was ask, I was going about alopecia too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't even know what my point was initially, but Nikki's uh, parents man, I'm have Medicare sick. and got cancer. Okay, I'm gonna. We're gonna take. Can we take a quick break and then come back with Reddit? Okay, let's take a quick break because I or am why do getting I sweaty in my mouth. Really? Like, oh, you know, not like from the Arby's nauseous. Thing? Maybe no, that didn't start there. But I'm gonna figure you out. You went this through is a lot today. Your face. Yeah, maybe I'm having. I'm a trauma victim from my face being. You think like, about a hellraiser? You think about staying up? Oh, I'm gonna go. Oh, make a card over there. Uh, Nikki Deeps. Nikki Deeps. I look like if, uh, <laughs> you know. You look uh, cool as shit. You look like Spicoli. I do. I look like if Spicoli married uh, fucking Tony Hawk. Okay, guys, I gotta, um, I gotta go check out my sweaty mouth. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, Self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. 
So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. And we're back, and we're calling Andrew's dad to find out how much cancer treatment is for about five years with colon cancer and Medicare. I, I, you know what? I don't even know if five years is... What, that seems too long for colon cancer. It usually gets you. I don't mean um, to be dark about it. Wow, your dad is really pulling a, your childhood on you right now. Come on, Dad. Be there for once. You know the best thing Please that's happened? Please leave your message <sighs> for seven seven oh two, he doesn't even four, okay do it before it says this number oh, shit. Jeez, call man. him over um, all it takes is for you to figure out his number is i think we got all the numbers <laughs> except three so you within it would take a thousand tries to get it right um and you would get andrew's what the dad's he doing number during the day um, he just got a new hip he ain't running around yeah well um what i was gonna say is that i don't have voice outgoing vo- I don't have voicemail anymore <laughs> I don't have outgoing voice I've, I mean I barely do today but I don't have voicemail anymore my phone will not get voicemail well, I, have you deleted all your deleted messages you don't understand there's no voicemail to be had there's no number to call there's nothing to do my I've sent put my brother-in-law on it who is a tech wizard and he's like I've never seen anything like this you I have to go to the store and I know that's going to be a whole afternoon so I just don't have voicemail anymore guess what don't need it I have not had voicemail for almost a year, everyone, and I am a very busy person. If they want to get in touch with you, they'll find you on MySpace. It's almost like the Andy Shallows That's what I'm business talking about. card. Now of, you're getting the business card. No plan. one needs voicemail. Voicemail's stupid. Just send me a text. Also, you really need me. I haven't Come checked here, I haven't checked my voicemail. What is going on with him? He looks like a little kangaroo. Oh, Alan, Dr. Colin. Okay, Dad. Yeah. You're on the podcast right now on Nikki's. Oh. So, Hello. So people are actually listening to it. Hello, Andrew. Um, so Nikki, Nikki has a question. Uh, 
Um, so Nikki has some money. She's worried that if her parents ever get sick and get cancer, that she's going to need an insane amount of money set aside to save their lives. They both have Medicare. She's wondering if they, let's say they got like stage three, stage four cancer. What are we talking out of pocket cost wise? If I just wanted to go, don't worry about it. I got it covered. You don't have to worry about it. What's it going to be for like three years of cancer treatment? Um, you know, I don't know what kind of cancer yeah. we're talking about. Ballpark. Three years Ballpark. out of pocket. Do, do, do they have secondary medical insurance? I'm. Um, let's say they don't. So they have Medicare, let's say. No, but they they, they absolutely need a secondary. Okay, I, I'm sure they do. <laughs> okay, so if they have a secondary one, what what are we looking at? If the worst case scenario. Medicare pays. Uh, Medicare doesn't pay for everything. First of all, right. Even even so, they they say that Medicare pays eighty percent. There may be additional, and probably will be additional costs over and above. Medicare, you do not want to be responsible for the rest of the 20%. How much would so that be? 20%, the, well, it, uh, it depends. It could be yeah, the new oncology drugs cost $10,000 a month. Thank you. So that's Thank 120000 a, a year? But, but, but listen, I don't want to scare you. Most of the time, Medicare and a secondary will cover most of the costs. But you must have the, – the major thing to know is – you can't just go on Medicare. You must have a secondary because no one can afford a prolonged significant illness that requires, uh, you know, heavy duty chemotherapy and try to pay the 20 percent. Just think how much cost that would be over the course of six months, not three years. Yeah. So it, so they need to have secondary uh, uh, medical insurance. OK, and, good to know. And you and Andrew, even though you're young and healthy, both yes. of you need health insurance. Yes. I have health insurance. I do, too. Thank oh, you. All Thank right. you, Dr. Colin. Is that it? That's it. How's your I hip? I didn't want to know what I was doing. I finally got into the pool. I was doing exercises. Oh. Great without a cane. Yes. And I'm feeling good. Yeah. So glad to hear it. <laughs> All right, Dad. That's the end of your segment. Like, you know. Okay. I would talk to you so much longer, Goodbye, but we have America. to go. We're running out of time. Sorry, there can't be a secondary conversation. Goodbye, St. Louis. Goodbye. I love Goodbye. you. Bye. Bye. I love you. Famous face. Okay. That oh, yeah, was he does good say to know. You have a, yeah. So you have. So let sounds the, like I'm right. They got to get secondary is what we're, we learned. And if they don't, 20%. You ain't getting you gotta, pickleball. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But don't live in the wreckage of your future, even though cancer is imminent. <laughs> no, but your parents can definitely get secondary right now, and it's, I know they're doing well, they, a disservice. They already have secondary, but so I'm then you're saying fine. even if I'm out two percent, I just wanted to. I just don't know anyone. I want them to be able to take ambulances everywhere, like Ubers. And I, I want to be able to go. I, know, I got you, mom. It sounds like your fear is is not ra- rational. No offense. I don't mean I to say something fucked up, but do you think like the more you talk about it, the more you're going to will it onto them? <laughs> um, God willing. I, I want to get in that will. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hell uh, yeah. No. No. Um, I guess, yeah, possibly. But I also think that, I don't know. I'd, I would rather have that peace of mind. It's like having insurance. Like me keeping that nest egg of money for cat. And I'm doing that as an example of a catastrophe. There are many other things. Maybe their house gets infested by swallows and then their homeowner's insurance doesn't cover it. Yeah. And their shit's, and I want to just go, you know what? Don't worry about it. 
I'll take, I'll kill two birds. I'll, I mean, I'll kill two these two <laughs> no, in the corner. You gotta kill two hundred birds, and then I'll kill. Yeah, two hundred uh, birds. With and I got you covered. You don't have to stress about this. I want those kinds of like I I keep money away for those kind of like rainy day. And I'd rather that than buy like a big old house and be like, and then go like, oh, gotta worry. Then I have to worry about money again. I just like I like money being saved. I get that because that and that gives me great pleasure more so than a trampoline but i guess i guess i guess trampolines aren't that much money but <laughs> no they that's add what a, i define as like being very a rich. primary trampoline we gotta get to final thought okay <laughs> final thought we, it takes us into reddit dump okay oh, okay this is your final reddit this is your reddit dump I love your laugh there. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. Okay, uh, like that clown in the store. Noah, sewer. I think people will like this one. Can we go to the one where the woman's talking? The lipstick? Yeah, she says, how to always choose the correct color lipstick for your skin tone. Yes. Okay, here it goes. It's from Sorry. Life Hacks. Sorry, the masks were coming off in WA today. I decided that I was going to wear lipstick. And I read somewhere that the best shade of lipstick for a woman is the same color as their nipple. So I took a photo of the top of my nipple, took it into Mecca and picked a lipstick color. And all day, my patients, my reception staff and people are complimenting me on my lip color. They're like, Alex, I love that lip shade on you. And it's taking everything that I have. Not to be like, thanks, it's the same color as my nipple. (laughs) You know what it did? It made her face a tit. If I go like this, my lips have become the nipple of my face. It makes yes, I, I I do not I do disagree with what you're saying. Disagree? Yeah, I do disagree. Sounds like you said agree. I I was gonna say I do not disagree, but I do actually disagree. Why? Because I understand what you're saying, but I don't think it's like it makes your I think that it I think it makes sense that it's the it's your natural color. So it's not going to look like some crazy color. It's going to be a color that is that you don't have an example of on your face? What? But really, your lip color is the same as your nipples. I'm pretty. Much. I'm a little confused. So is she yeah. saying? Because I might want to do this a little bit later at Sephora. You take the color of your nipple, and then when you put you it on your lips, it. is it so? Does it make the because you're adding it's just color a way on to a different find, color? You're no. You're just. It's just a way to find what natural kind of lip color will look the best on you. So it's going to be different than your lip color, but not that much. And it's just going to be your nipple color is usually like in, um, it goes along with your skin tone. Like usually your nipple color is related to your overall skin tone. I think that most people that are like have a, you know, a darker skin tone, olive skin tone have like more brown nipples or like more, you yeah. know, Irish women have like, like I'm trying to think of like the my favorite lip color always is a, and every makeup artist I've ever worked with knows this about me. And it's always, I cannot stand a dark lip color. I will not take anything that's even slightly dark. I like beiges and I like pinks almost like this microphone. That's why I like this color pink because I just, I like a um, almost bubblegum translucent pink. And I gotta say, let me just check. Yeah, are you describing your nipples? Hold on, don't look. They're translucent. <laughs> Honestly, it's it, it's not wrong. Like yeah, my nipples, I have a lighter color nipple. Yeah, it'd be weird if your nipples were bright nipple. red. Yeah, you know what I mean. But 
but that woman in that video, if you saw, her nipples are definitely very dark. Yeah. Because her lip color was dark, but her also it's her like face. Like, I think that there's something to it because the I've gone the other way where I I know I already know what lip color looks best on me. It just so happens it's the same as my nipple, and I and so it kind of checks out. I thought that was very interesting. Hmm. Um, let's listen to um, this is from oddly satisfying the subreddit, and it says this small duck running around the house, and it's the sound of a duck's feet on different surfaces in the house. Oh, I like this. Or around the house. Appliances. Let's compare the sound of her little flipper flopper feet on different surfaces. It's on a deck. It's on a deck. This is on a carpet. It's in the hallway. Oh, so cute. Where is this one? Concrete. Oh, this is a hardwood, oh, hardwood floor. Is that satisfying to you? Which one's your favorite? Ducks would be terrible burglars. I'll tell you that. <laughs> they really can't walk quiet, huh? They are Everything's so cute. pretty loud. Kirsten and I used to love to throw duck, uh, you know, bread on a duck's back because it would go. Like the sound of, of like a thick piece of bread like on a duck's back where it would just like land on the like we would try to hit them in the feathers like on the back like not hurt them <laughs> no but like soft pieces of bread going like it was like our favorite sound is there any kind of sound that really is satisfying to you that you can think of I mean that was nice yeah there's something about like a flap um oh I love the sound of Marion when she is sleeping yes. she go. The cat, a cat's purr. Mm, that's really when nice. When Mango just does, it sounds, it's like white noise kind of thing. Well, I have a, wait, tell me if it sounds like this. This is my white noise machine app and it has a cat in it, I think. There's a vibration to it too. Like you could feel oh, the vibration. Oh my God. Feel the vibration. Man, we used to have these little like cats that um, had a hollow, uh, like they were like, you know, play animal cats. Oh, here it is. Let me see if What this does that mean? Like, yeah. So we used to have this. You feel the vibration. You can feel it. Yeah. Right. I wonder. What, well, it was a. It was the coolest toy. I want to get one for Poppy. I wonder if I can find them on eBay. But they, if you had one of these, we write to me because I feel like me and my sister were the only ones that had them. It was a. They were little purr cats. The cats that would purr, and what they had was a hollow head that had probably plastic lined inside with little spikes and a little ball that would roll around inside it, so it would make the sound of purring. From this ball rolling around in its head. Oh, it was so it was satisfying. A toy. It, was it was a, a toy. toy. And I loved it so much. Much like this toy that I found on uh, a Reddit dump. I didn't even send this to um, Noah, but I feel like I can just play it here. This was my favorite toy. And I referenced it on my uh, on my show, um, uh, Welcome, Welcome Home, Nikki. I was like, where is Nikki Glazer? Question mark. She's over here. That would have been a good name for it. We'll go back. But I remember this commercial, and I remember every lyric to it like it was the hit song of the time. Skip it. Skip oh, this is what your mom was playing oh, at Goodwill. Yeah. yeah. Your best thing of all. There's a counter on this ball. See if you beat your very best score. See if you can skip a whole lot more. That I was my favorite love part of the song. Skip it. Skip it's so it's like fun. The solitaire of jump rope. 
but the very best thing of all, there's a counter on this ball. <laughs> so I just <laughs> love that that guy said there's the very best thing of all, there's a counter on this ball. He must have been so psyched when he came out oh, with that. It's a good rhyme. Oh, man. Good rhyme. I think I'd be really good at making theme songs for kids' toys. Yeah, like a- Jingles. Like a, Jingles. Yeah, jingles. I think jingles are just the perfect amount of t- like you know even writing the theme song for my show, it's the perfect amount of time that like there's I don't have to write too much. It's just quick. We're we're in and out. It's a joke. Yeah. Yeah. It's, jingles. It's, it's, short. It's, a, it's, a joke. Word it's not a bit. It's not like a whole story. It's just a, lot, a couple lines that really get you going. Yeah. That those two lines really make me want to buy a skip it. Well, there was this time when I was in Thailand with Chris, like early on in our first month of our relationship we went to thailand and um i just i came up with the jingle for there was so many dogs like just chilling everywhere little stray dogs and there was a dog on a bike one time that was just like waiting outside for its owner but it was like (laughs) on this bike just like (sighs) yeah chilling and i was like everybody loves a bike dog and man that has lasted forever just that little everybody loves a bike dog yeah, and I could see it. I could see it. Yeah, you see a bike dog, you feel good about yourself. Yeah, not good. You feel you, it's just not. It's relaxing. You just see them, just a little pause. Another jingle I created in college when people would uh, litter on the street, and I said that's not cool. And then I realized that a lot of people litter by just placing things upright. Like you're, it's not littering if you just set the cup down. People do this in parking lots where they'll just dump their trash, but it's not trash because they put the cup upright. Oh, gotcha. Like yeah. almost like they're just setting it there to come back and get it. Yeah, right, you're not. But if they don't throw it, then it's not litter. Gotcha. And I realized a lot of people were just, ha- I one time was making fun of those kind of people and I go, it's not littering if you hang it on a pole. And that was another jingle I created. And I mean, we ended the show with raps every time. You want to I- kick us off? I could kick us off. I, that makes me think the cup thing of, I remember being hungover in Vegas, and if you sit on a bench, you're just a hum, you're just a regular person. You lay down on a bench, now you're homeless. Laying so on a bench makes you homeless. homeless. I mean, you can kind of put the bike dog thing to anything. Oh, um, yeah, that's true, So too. we got to go. This is the end of the show. I'm not trying to rap, but I got to give it a try. Rapping's really hard. I'm not pretending like I'm good. This is just the way it is. It's not the way it should. B, I gotta go. I'm gonna go take a nap. My face got micro-needled. I'm uh, bleeding like a wap. A wet-ass pussy, not one that's wet with cum, one that's wet with blood. And this rap is really dumb. I wouldn't say it's dumb. It's definitely full of cum from your Dr. Klein. I'll kick it from behind. I've never slapped my balls, but I feel like I'll rewind. Every time I look at my watch, it goes to three. It never went to two. Is that because I'm a honeybee? No, it's because I'm sugar, <laughs> and that's where I go to eat and deliver. What I always we get a wear socks. Whole show of this. I think people would would probably are subscribe, but the people that stick around, people would erase their reviews. And they're star- like they would actively go back to re-review. Even if they're negative, they would get out of there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening and putting up with us today. We gotta go. I'm micro needled. Um, and Andrew is micro penis. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow on the show. Don't be cool and Jack. Chemo. What? I was thinking about your parents. <laughs> oh shit, manifest. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? 
Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in LA. Now they are in 150 cities worldwide. You got to check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 